0: Now we return you to the test card and some music. Hello and welcome to the Pilot Take 103, a weekly podcast reviewing the pilot episodes of television shows, Past and Present. He is Jed Shepard. And that
1: guy over there is Rob Jelly. Rob Jelly the third, RJ the three. One, two, three, three, two,
0: one. (laughs) Uno, dos, tres.
1: That's him. Yes, by the way, this week's uh, podcast
0: is available in Spanish. If you just go to your app settings now and choose the uh, language
1: settings, you can pick Spanish. That's true. Um, And hello to our uh, amigos out there. (laughs) How you been, Rob? <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah. The
0: delirium is um, definitely still fresh. I know. Uh,
1: I'm all Lucas laid up. and ready to go. Yeah,
0: well, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I've had sleep for the last five or six days. I've been. Have you? Yeah. So since we we recorded um, week before last, we've had a we've had a week almost a week. You're trying
1: the illusion. We have recorded live on the day and they get it live. Oh, this is live. Is okay, yeah, sorry. Right. So
0: um, so <laughs> since we last recorded, um, I've sorry. lost my voice. Ah, and okay. it's come back again, thankfully, yeah. <laughs> with uh, with about five or six days rest. Um, yeah, so I've had extra sleep. So I've not had to, Well, I've not been able to go in and do my radio show oh, because... You haven't, been, you haven't been in? So I went in on the Monday and Tuesday right. after I did the nuclear race thing, which yeah. I compare and host, um, and just about got through it. Okay. Right? Now, I was quite happy to talk with a gruff voice and be all sort of gravelly and... Um, but apparently my boss wasn't. So, really? Um, so they said, look, we'll just get someone to cover your show, and yeah. so you have a lay-in, and if you come in and produce breakfast for us and bits and pieces of other stuff that you do, that'll be cool. So I did that. So I essentially was getting up three hours later every day. That's decent. Last week. Uh,
1: that's still 5 a.m., right?
0: Yeah. That's still, <laughs> so, so to clarify, that's still 5 a.m. The line
1: got up at 5 a.m. today. Yeah.
0: Um, that's like nearly <laughs> That's nearly three hours sleep extra a night I've had. God. Um, so it's been a wonderful week actually for me I've been feeling really good And yeah That's
1: good So you're going to bring that enthusiasm and Oh, you know To, to this I've actually filled my pockets up with enthusiasm Have <laughs> you really? Yeah, yeah I it was a place to see No, no, right. no,
0: no That's actually what they call the little uh, bit of fluff you find at the bottom of your pocket It's called enthusiasm
1: Oh, okay
0: <laughs> I made that up <laughs> yeah, But, you yeah, know, yeah.
1: but I'd, li- I'd like to think that someone else would
0: pass that, that made up nugget on
1: they-, they will do People believe anything Definitely You um, will? I am very good, thank you. I um, have had that much sleep, kind of the opposite of you, because I've been Comic-Con the last couple of days. Yep. Um, and I pretty much go through every London Comic-Con, because I usually do stuff there, but this year I wasn't doing anything, so I could go around and just buy expensive You were tats. just a guest. Yeah. Just buy tat, go around, for some maids and just take stupid photos and go, oh, I remember that from 20 years ago. Oh, I used to have that, or I wish I had that when I was a kid. Now I can buy it because I've got money. Um, <laughs> But then you just, like, fill your bag and fill your house full of just stuff that you wanted as a kid, and you really don't want now. Um, <laughs> yeah, my...
0: But your inner child catches up yeah. with you and, and, says, and then
1: says, buy it! I went with a couple of people who've never been to Comic-Con before, and they were, like, kids in the candy store. Like, one oh, of my that. friends, Kate, she, she, to the first stall, and she was like, oh, that's a, that's that, that's a van from Jurassic Park. How much is that? 35 quid. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy that. She bought the she bought the van, a van from Jurassic Park. It's like, this is your, the first thing you've seen. Like, hold on. Um, it's going to be a
0: very expensive day. Yeah,
1: and then we continue to buy loads and loads and loads of crap. Um, but no, I've, Comic-Con is brilliant. Um, yeah, well, we we were there a couple of years ago.
0: 18 months ago now. What number episode was that? 25 was or
1: 26. Was it 26? that long ago?
0: 25 or 26.
1: Wow, okay. We should, for the October one, do, should we do a live show? I think, right. So Two theme the, songs. So, so, uh, yeah,
0: but like, I'll... Oh. Talk about taking the thought out of my mind. Yeah. This is what I was thinking. Off the back of Take 100, which, yeah. by the way, if you haven't listened to yet, is a theme tune special. I thought we could get Kenny yeah. and any other amazing musicians you've got hiding up your sleeves. Yeah. right, to go to Comic-Con and we'll yeah. do a live rendition of 10 of our favourite TV theme tunes.
1: Amazing. And we can get, like, backing singers. Oh, yeah.
0: I want a gospel choir. Oh,
1: my I want God. A, I want a string We have to one-up each other. you have be like, what? I've got a gospel choir. I have got a
0: jazz band next. (laughs) We should get as many musicians as we can. Just make an absolute farce of the whole thing.
1: That's cool. Okay, we can do that. We can get. I know you
0: know people. Yeah, I know a couple of people as well. Okay, so we'll we'll, let's go and have words and see what we can make happen. But I'm very, very up for doing a live live episode on stage with a band theme songs where we recreate the theme songs to our favourite television shows and maybe
1: we can do some of the ones we did in Take 100
0: yeah. or we'll do some new ones as well
1: yeah yeah because the ones we did in Take 100 I've listened to that episode a few times and it's so much fun isn't it? shout out so to
0: Kenny fun. Lee as well yeah. for joining
1: us on that episode thank you Kenny yeah Kenny made it better than it really was um but yeah, yeah, besides that, I, just, I went to that festival All Points East in, in uh, Victoria Park, and the yes. less said about that, the better. Okay,
0: fair enough. Um, and we'll move on to the podcast yeah.
1: then. Oh, but one thing, I am actually working on a pilot of a real TV show. Oh, nice. Um, so hopefully one day we get to do it. I uh, can't say what the TV show is yet, obviously. Bad dang it. But it's, it's based on a popular property, that's all I'm going to say. Um, so people have heard of it. Right, okay. It's already been a f- couple of films. Right. Um, so, yeah, we're doing... This. I still have no idea what you're talking about. Do you, yeah. No, I'm a bit doing dense at line. times. <laughs> so we're doing a, a TV show version, so we're working on that. And it's, it's uh, no, no joke, probably the, the best thing, or the most exciting thing um, that I've been involved with just because it's a TV show and you get, you've get you got more space to do crazy stuff. So yeah. I'm excited to, for that to be... Uh, Made and released. All right, um, we'll keep, yeah. your,
0: keep your ears on the pilot podcast, and then maybe you find out here first.
1: Exactly. But until then, let's get onto some pilots that let's I didn't make. Do unfortunately.
0: that. Um, so I'm going to go first this week with my choice it's a show that I've, I was saying to you earlier before we started recording. I, I think I'm into about season two now. This okay. Um, I haven't. What it sort of dropped off for a bit purely because I think I you know, had a break of watching something else, and so. Kind of happy to get back into this and kind of catch up again and, and plough on. So yeah. I've seen a little bit of this show uh, in the sense that it's still showing now, still being made. Season six, I believe, has
1: I never knew just that. finished. How can this be six seasons?
0: Six seasons, and I think the last episode of which was aired about a week ago now. Yeah. Uh, season seven has been confirmed. Wow. So this is a show that's ongoing Okay. Um, Wait,
1: when you reveal what it is I've, I've got some questions Just based on what you've just said already
0: Okay, fair enough okay. Well, we're going to get on with it And we're going to do the pilot episode Of Blacklist
1: If you haven't got problems I feel bad for your son I got
0: 99 problems And a bitch ain't one. <laughs> Right, to clarify then, yeah. the music you're hearing is actually the closing credit music Why is that for real? the pilot episode. Because there isn't an actual title sequence. Minus points? No, we don't. How many times have I got to tell you about this? It's not minus points, it just doesn't get points for a theme tune. That's,
1: that's basically minus points. And it didn't mention the, the name of the show. But it can't if in... it hasn't
0: got any flipping music, can it?
1: I, all I'm seeing' is minus points all over the place here. But uh, it makes it up. For that and for that ending yeah. though, which yeah. is great, a, a kind of like a, a country version, a bluesy version of "99 Problems" by Jay Z. Yeah, which is brilliant. I've not. not there not le- there that needs to be before.
0: more sort of country, bluegrass covers yeah. of rap songs. Yeah, definitely. Just that just needs to be a thing more in life. Maybe we can do
1: that. Maybe we, maybe we can. Maybe we can do that.
0: Well, I know uh, one of the UK's best banjo players. So I mean. It, that, that's all we need Really <laughs> Like <laughs> You play the double bass Apparently I play the double bass You've only mentioned this Several seven hundred times I'm sure times. if you go
1: back on, on Through every single episode Of the pilot I've mentioned it Like three or four times I'm grade five double bass
0: You've never mentioned this to I me, I'm definitely certain of it. Have. I'm certain of it. Anyway, look, let's not get distracted by who said what to who. Right? We're
1: well, watching like five or six episodes, I'll mention it again, Robert, you never mentioned that to me, yeah, and right. everyone will be shouting.
0: Yeah, I'll take 110, I'll be saying,
1: <laughs> you've never said
0: that. Um, so, uh, the first thing you see in this show, Blacklist, is um, a sort of
1: shady looking character just sat on a bench outside a very big building. Just, just before we go into it, just to go back on your little intro to what you said, you said this is going into a uh, season seven, right?
0: Yeah. So season six has just finished, yeah. like th- in May of 2019. Right. Right. Season seven's already credited on IMDb. So I'm and I'm. I didn't read any sources, but I'm assuming that kind of gives it the green light for a seventh season.
1: I don't understand how this can go on for seven seasons. Oh, I seasons.
0: do. I do easily, and I'll explain how. Okay. Right. With the use of the pilot episode alone. Okay. Right. All right. Um, so the guy you see at the very start is a gentleman called Raymond Reddington. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you very quickly... There's no spoilers. As always, we try to keep this spoiler free, and we even try to leave any sort of cliffhanger moments um, within the pilot episode yeah. unspoken about as well. But this is not giving anything away beyond the first few minutes. Raymond Reddington is the main guy of this whole show, and he walks himself into what looks like FBI quarters. Yeah. Um, having just met with a guy outside who's given him a briefcase and sort of said, welcome back, sir. So he's been somewhere, Um, but he's back. And he's walked in. He's um, asked to see the assistant director of the FBI, a gentleman called Harold Cooper. And um, the lady behind the counter says, have you got an appointment? And he goes, no, but he'll be very pleased to see me. Um, (laughs) While she's doing all the checks, typing his name, checking his passport he is turning around and putting his coat on the floor with his bag and his hat. And then just as he does that, she realises, because the flag, machine flags it up, you know, arrest on sight. Uh, Raymond Redding, one of the 10 most wanted FBI. Um,
1: and he tries at home because it, it zooms into a post. Of yeah, being and by this point, one. he's
0: on the floor, on his yeah. knees, hands on his head, surrounded by a dozen cops with, with guns. And with, then in the sort of distance beyond the shot of him is a picture of him on the wall yeah. on the 10
1: most wanted people of the FBI. What does this remind you of? Um, blind spot oh yeah actually yeah blind spot but also it reminded me of that scene in seven where kevin spacey turns himself into the place exactly the same almost the, oh. exactly the same shot okay well i haven't seen that but i was you've also may remind me um, spoiler sorry <laughs> no, no no um uh,
0: usual suspects in a way in the sort of sort of mm. sense of like you know going into the place where you're wanted yeah kind of under the noses of everybody Anyway, yeah, so yeah. this happens, and obviously, straight away, you're going, All right, Raymond Reddington, bad man. But he seems, as in, not as in the rude sense of like, oh, He's a bad man, but he's like a bad man. He'd done bad things. Um, <laughs> clearly, then, he's given himself up for something. that like criminals don't tend to do this. Yeah. Um, it's not a common trait amongst criminals to just sort of walk in and hand yourself in. <laughs>
1: Maybe he felt guilty
0: um, about his crime, so he wants to hand himself yeah, in. Yeah. So there's a lot of backstory that we've. Clearly got none of at this point, but mm-hmm. we're going to delve into and find out a bit more about throughout the episode. It this did pique
1: my interest, though. This it is did. very much... Great intro. Two to three minutes. Yeah, great we're, intro.
0: Two to three minutes we're in. We've got a most wanted FBI uh, criminal handing himself in Yeah. Um, with absolutely no arguments whatsoever. But he's met someone outside. So, like, who was that guy? Mm-hmm. And what was in the briefcase? And where is this going from here? Anyway, it turns out he'll only speak to a certain Elizabeth Keen, yep. who none of the FBI know yet because yeah. it turns out it's
1: her first day the day that he hands himself in classic pilot episode trope someone on their first day of work yep and we follow her around new journey one of the ticks, tick box yep. because
0: we always like to be kind of introduced to the show through the eyes or ears of someone who's starting a new journey yeah. or a brand new character to this story in this it's, avenue. Yeah,
1: and for, for pilot episode purposes, it's the easiest way for the audience to kind of understand what's going on because while she's learning on the job, but we're learning with, with her. With her, yeah, yeah. Just, just classic pilot stuff here. Textbook. I mean, yeah. every
0: great thing we've watched yeah. in the two hundred plus shows we've done now yeah. has got that in it. Yeah. The, I would, I would be hard. I think would be hard pushed to find any of the top fifty episodes that don't have this. Yeah. In it, so it's, mm. it's a strong thing to do. Um, the converse anyway. Elizabeth Keen's just starting her job. She doesn't even get out of her own front door before she's swamped by FBI who are come to her house to pick her up and take her to the office because, in the time that's taken her to get up in the morning to attend work on time, yeah. this has all developed first thing in the morning, early doors.
1: I, I love uh, her exchange with her husband where she's like, "I guess I'm not taking the car today, then." Yeah, <laughs> hands yeah. in the car keys, yeah.
0: and it's a lovely sort of human bit. Of, you know, there's like the alarm clock not going off because they've had a, like the clocks power turned off or yeah. something like that. You know, there's lots of very uh, tangible kind of bits to the start of the episode yeah. to make you feel
1: real, make it feel sort of... To ground her. Yeah. Like, they, they want to adopt a kid, and they have got a meeting a bit later to adopt a kid. So you can see, see her priorities are work, but also they really want to start a family. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So she meets with Red,
0: uh, which is the nickname for Raymond, and um, because that's who he'll talk to. Yeah. And she goes in there. she's um to, as well to be clear she's a profiler criminal profiler criminal yeah. profiler um so a bit of long story short then uh, red seems to know quite a lot about elizabeth um which is why he's asked her to be the only one he speaks with mm-hmm. she has no idea how he knows all this stuff and that i guess is also more intrigue as to where is this show going to go how does he know her is she lying yeah um so on so forth and um then husband tom Elizabeth's husband he gets attacked in the episode Um, there's Red um, he's quite a conniving little swine yeah and sort of starts poking holes in stuff and he's not very warm he's very cold calculated isn't he that's the word calculated perfect he's
1: definitely got an agenda we don't quite know what it is yet will we know in this first episode probably Probably not (laughs) but we'll know enough
0: and we'll be intrigued enough to want to watch on which is the
1: key to any pilot episode can I ask you a question? Go for it. So, were you aware of James Spader before? About yes. this, yeah. So he's, he's, he came came to the public's attention in the 80s through all, all, like, uh, the various different coming-of-age movies, John Hughes stuff. Um, through the 90s, he had a little bit of a career. He always plays the, kind of the bad guy, the yeah. charming bad guy, kind of. And... He did Sex Lies and Videotape in the 90s. That was where he kind of transitioned to movies and kind of became a star. And then he disappeared for a while, briefly appeared as the person who took over from Michael in the office, the US office. Um, really? Yeah, towards the end. Okay. Yeah, and he was brilliant, by the way. And then he disappeared off the face of the earth. So for him to be in something, a big budget American TV show, yeah, I think it was a surprise. But
0: i a question. Ways. I think it's perfect,
1: perfect. Question. Who is the w- the one other person who could play this part? Think.
0: Oh. All right, my my instinct, my my initial one second thinking time was Anthony Hopkins.
1: Because of the Hannibal stuff. Because of the sort of
0: charming yet very sort of calculated bad guy kind of image and uh-huh. vibe. He's got the right voice for it as well. Thinking a bit harder about it. Oh, um, go on who are you, th-
1: who are you suggesting well I I I'll know, give you a few know. clues so James Spader accepted yeah. the role three days before filming begun because they already had someone else in mind okay who dropped out at the last minute you're going to say Kevin Spacey now This no, no no okay. no Kiefer Sutherland I don't know Kiefer Sutherland I love James Spader but yeah, if this yeah. had Kiefer Sutherland in it it would be my favourite show. No joke. Because it will be like 24, but with Kiefer Sutherland being the bad guy. It'd be f- genius. Oh. Absolute genius. Um, um, I don't know why he dropped out. Three days before, they must have panicked. I was like, Right, who else came up in the 80s, did a bit in the 90s, disappeared from the face of this earth. No, uh, do you know what? I disagree.
0: I, I, really? th- I, just, I th- actually think this was made for James.
1: But you're saying that now, because he's so perfect, because he's made the role his own. Yeah, but I... I... Kiefer Sutherland, man. He would have been good. He would have been great. I don't
0: think he'd have been James Bader. I think James Bader is the perfect Raymond Reddington.
1: Because he's not... We'll never know, but... No, I know i he right. He's good. He's good. Man, he's the, he's the best thing about it, I mean It's sure. interesting
0: yeah. to see that Keith had the job, and then, what, for whatever reason, yeah. but... I wonder what happened, man. Ah, okay. If
1: someone knows what happened with Kiefer, please let us know. I could Google it, but I'd rather one of you guys tell me. Yeah, absolutely. You, all,
0: anyway. you know, it should be a part of a little bit of a sharing project. Yeah. Um, 23rd of September, 2013, is so when this episode aired. Yeah. Um, aired on Sky Atlantic in the UK. I'm not sure which channel got it in the US because I'm pretty sure it was a US first.
1: I'm guessing HBO because Sky Atlantic Phil's, usually takes HBO-ish. Yeah, um expensive.
0: So James Bader plays Raymond Red Reddington. Uh, Megan Boone plays Elizabeth Keane, who's the kind of lead detective on this, I guess, as well. Um, uh, Diego Klettenhoff, who plays Donald Ressler, is the guy who's been trying to chase Red for years and obviously Liz has been sort of called in actually by Red himself so this has really yeah. rubbed him up the wrong way and he's trying to sort of um, put his authority and his stamp on the case and, and kind of muscle her out a little bit but yeah. she is taking no prisoners despite it being her first day
1: yeah oh I, th- I thought that I was like okay she's just come out of school and she's bossing the show she's like wow oh, yeah. she's just dropped in like flipping owning um, it yeah
0: and it's quite I think this is another uh, show where they've really tried to make the lead female lead as well yeah i like that i like the fact that the the bad guy is a guy
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the good guy is a girl that's you know I'm trying to use the right phraseology but you know what i mean <laughs>
1: the good like, girl, the girl. Yeah.
0: yeah so he's a bad um, guy and a good girl that's yeah. like but mm-hmm. saying that there is already so many questions in gray areas because how does he know so much about her yeah has she got some sort of past we don't know about well, that we're going to find out about. We're
1: well, looking at this from like a writing point of view. Honestly, like I was, I was, I was like almost applauding every little part of this because the, the very start, you have this exciting opening with him. Um, giving you the question marks that you need to keep, want to watch. Cause I'm, I'm like, I want to watch on after the first two minutes. I'm, like, I'm in, I'm in this yeah. world. And then you meet our kind of like protagonist, this, this woman, we find out about her kind of priorities in life. Um, she doesn't want kids because she doesn't want to take it away from her job. So she'll adopt though to keep her husband happy. It seems, so we learn all about her home life within about two minutes. Yeah, she's dropped into this crazy scenario. There's bombs involved. There's terrorists. It's like this is really exciting. Kidnapped of a child. Yeah. But one of the kind of really interesting things I thought great writing was when she first gets into the uh, called in and she's she's talking to like the the main guy and she's like I know, I know who you are. He's like, okay, you just come out profile in school. Profile yourself. And then in those two minutes, we find out everything we need to know about this. We find out in school, she she wasn't light. Everyone thought she was a bitch, blah, blah, blah. Um, she's uh, very into herself. She can be quite narcissistic at times. which yeah. kind of reflects her picking her job over actually having a kid. So but then
0: that is the job of a profiler. And yeah. ultimately, that's probably not the first time she's been asked to profile herself. If you're in the you training. I, yeah, I would say so. Because mm. I think if you're in that line of work, one of the thing, one of the hardest tasks, is to be honest about who you are.
1: Yeah, I guess so. It's probably um, the
0: hardest person on planet Earth to profile is yourself.
1: But the, the, the really interesting thing is, her whole job is to look into into other people and figure them out. Yeah, she can't even figure out her own husband. Or can she? Because, because
0: he. Um, so hang on. Have, so okay, quick question before you carry on. Yeah. Have you watched on from this episode? No, you I've, only, you've only, I've, what, I've okay, only watched episode. Like,
1: oh, I had, this is the first TV show I've actually bought. If, I've been able to find every single other TV show on the streaming platform. I've actually bought this episode. <laughs> 10p on Amazon Prime, guys. 10p! You, you tightwad. Yeah. So buy okay. it.
0: It's, it's well worth it, yeah. I promise. Um, and whilst I, you have been um, well and truly sort of hooked on this pilot episode to watch on, I'm really pleased about that because... No spoilers. hmm but it gets even better.
1: Yeah, I I, I can see it. The I twists, it
0: the twists, and the unexpected items in the bagging area get much <laughs> more interesting as the first series continues. Well,
1: I find all the, all the best kind of criminals um, in in TV uh, aren't, aren't exactly black and white. They're grey. And James Bader is the greyest of them all. He might as well be like Grey Hulk. He has all. He his existence is like a question mark to me. And the fact you have a really convincing. This is the thing that DC films get wrong. You have a really cool and uh, interesting, like good guys, but sh- crap bad guys. Yeah. Uh, Marvel gets it right with Loki and, and um, Thanos. This has got a great good person and a great bad person because yeah. you're, you're interested in both, both sides. So you've got the yin and the yang. Um, so, you really yeah. liked it. I really liked it. I'm really pleased because it's it's, it's not often
0: if you've dipped into the pilot recently and you're sort of jumping through episodes and you've picked up this one because you've seen the two shows we're doing this week um, it doesn't happen often where I bring a show to the table that you've not watched before I've not watched it, no. um, and so when I do find one, yeah. I'm always intrigued to know what you think. And
1: I'm really pleased that you like it. I'm, I'm definitely going to watch on As you also... Readers. Another show you
0: compared it to before we started recording was yeah. The Americans. Very which much Which we did so. a l- while back now. Yeah, very um, much so. That's worth a listen to as well, because that yeah. was a good episode. And that was a show I probably wouldn't have gone near because mm-hmm. of its subject matter, but was much more engaging and much more yeah. sort of drew, drew you in than, mm-hmm. I, than I ever would have given it credit for. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I've got... A nice healthy score for this, no surprises. Okay. Um, I'm intrigued to know what you think, see so sure. if you'll match it or beat it. We have to uh, wait till the end but of the show. To we find do out what that score is. them all at the end, both of them shows at the end of the, uh, the podcast episode. So yeah. without further ado, on to our second show, which was your choice.
1: That's right. And my choice for this week is the show that was first on Lifetime, uh, that channel in America, before it made the transition to Netflix. And that's when everyone actually watched it. It is the psychological thriller, You. Me? No, you. Oh, you. Again, this doesn't have a theme song exactly. It's more like a motif. I mean... That's right. like a little motive. It's like a ringtone from the 90s. Um, and One of the default Apple ones from yeah, the first iPhone. <laughs> exactly. Before you change it to the exorcist themes on Tune yeah. the Bells. It is... It sets the tone. It's short and it's sweet and it's, it sets the tone. That- All right. I, I'm already going to pull you up on that.
0: I don't think it does.
1: Okay. You don't think... No, I think it makes
0: out this show to be much more creepy than it is
1: hang on uh, well, uh, but ha- let, well let me have explain. you watched more than episode let, one
0: yes let me right. explain let me explain um, because they do a really good job in this show mm-hmm. of filming it beautifully there's lots of great sort of cinematography going on there's lots of great imagery the focus on the camera there's lots of soft focus there's lots of like nice warm colours and then there's this dude who is the just biggest creep
1: so the, you're saying that I, I, you're contradicting I, I, it's, yourself it's, there because the theme song... It doesn't song, work. The theme do- song or
0: the, the, the theme The sound says one creepy. thing, the visual says something else. Now, the visual, when you hear that motif, admittedly, is the title, You. How much of You which, have you watched? Um, so episode four.
1: Keep, keep, keep watching. Yeah. And oh, I know. <laughs> <there's> <laughs> it will slowly... The theme song will be, be perfect for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I already know from the few four, three or four episodes I've seen yeah. that it's it's great for the overall but I don't know so there's a few problems with it right okay. and th- these are just little things mm-hmm. I appreciate how little these things are the theme tune isn't catchy enough it's not even a theme tune it's a motif as at we Lisa said at least it has a theme song right hang on Yeah, it's not on in the episode until 9 minutes and 40 seconds through it's like okay. where, where? why have you waited that long you might as well not have bothered again it's, at least it has one Mm, Blacklist does eventually, just not in the pilot episode. <laughs> we have to wait for the next episode. To the <laughs> Tiny detail. Doesn't sing the title of the show. And also, on the title of the show, it's a rubbish name for a show. <laughs> you. Do you I, know I how agree. hard it is to look up anything about this show without getting some random four million pages on yeah, Google?
1: I, I agree. It's i don't talking you, not
0: the you title sequence to try and find that yeah. clip. And um, you
1: don't get anything. I think the reason why they picked that name is because it's ambiguous and vague enough that it will kind of. But I don't want to watch it because of at all. Well, this is the thing, right? So, I think from the start. Why did you
0: suggest it? I'm going to go. I'm going to take you right back to why you even first watched this show, to why you thought we should review it on the
1: on the podcast. Okay, everyone told me that I would like this TV show, and I was like, I've never read all about it. It's like it's a romantic. So you did it
0: based on. Recommendation recommendations, rather than something you'd seen or read about, so it was very much sort of friends' recommendations.
1: So basically, every single person that I know told me at some point, "Yeah, you would like you, you would like you," and I was like, "This isn't for me." And like I knew it'd already been on Lifetime for like a year before I we went to Netflix, okay. and like it, it kind of like missed me then. So the fact that it was on Netflix now meant meant nothing to me because I was like. If I wanted to the watch it, yeah, I would have it would have gone into my kind of circle of of knowledge then. But then I think I was just bored one Sunday and I stuck it on and I was like Just expecting it to be rubbish, still in the background. Yeah. I was hooked. And I think I watched the entire first season in in the space of two days. Um it is a lot better than I thought it was. Funnier, creepier, weirder, well written than I than I totally expected it to be. But um I'll give you a little bit of background on what it's about, for those who don't know what you is. It's about a guy who works in a bookshop. Now, I know that isn't the best-selling point of everything, but it's about a guy who is obsessed with a woman who comes into, into the bookshop who just wants to idly buy a book. He fixates upon her, and you hear his inner monologue throughout the whole thing, yeah. which I love, which they do in all kind of like creepy serial killer things, um, Dexter, um, things like that. Uh, so you hear what he's thinking, and he sounds quite charming. He's a good-looking guy. He's charming. He's just. He's educated. He reads books. Educated, yeah. Works in the bookshop. A guy's, uh, is a girl's like dream of a, of a catch, basically. So obviously, when he speaks to this woman, she's she kind of has a little bit of flirting there. Little does she know that he's about to destroy her life, basically. Um, so yeah, so it's about him becoming more and more and more obsessed with her, going to any means necessary to impress himself upon her life. He uh, kind of follows her around for a little while.
0: Literally, by the way. Yeah. Literally follows her around. Not only does he stalk her on their own version of Facebook, because they they rebrand all the social media stuff in the show. Yeah. Um, But essentially, he stalks her on all the... Social media platforms she posts on. Learns about her friends, her family. Finds out where she lives.
1: Yep. Goes outside her house, creeps which, through a window. Okay, so, Watch her have sex with a boyfriend. Yeah,
0: which... So this, is, so this is all sounding very creepy and very weird, and you're right to think that. Yeah. That's exactly what I believe you and I both thought about this episode, mm-hmm. and the show in general. But here's the thing I took away from this that I don't know if you did as well. Now, I know you're not on Facebook. I'm not a huge fan of Facebook. I have it for... Um, different purposes like my American football team we communicate via a private group on there um, and other bits and pieces through radio so other than that I don't use Facebook, I don't go on it Twitter's my thing, that's what I do because I follow what I want to follow and if someone starts tweeting about politics they get unfollowed Um, (laughs) lesson learned there just in case you want to uh, tweet about politics and I follow you Um, so for me and I only share what I want to share my birthday is not on my Twitter account mm-hmm. or my Facebook account my email address my phone number I, unless I have to have it on there for any reason it's not on there yeah
1: don't put those things on
0: there Yeah, you know, I don't tweet about where I live mm-hmm. or anything like that now that's just a decision I made because I think well it's got nothing to do with anyone else and anyone that does need to know that usually has my mobile number and is a friend mm-hmm. and has probably been around mine for dinner I so think, so
1: are you getting worried that someone's going to like use social networks to do a you on you yeah,
0: there's, there was an element of it. There's an yeah. element of this show that actually highlighted to me how much we are all unconsciously sharing more than we probably should do. And we should be a bit more conscious about what we do share.
1: I am so I purposely don't put anything personal on there. No, never no, put abso- anything personal. No, absolutely. Put things, light things, never yep. talk politics. No. no. It'll be used against you in the future. Never say anything too offensive. Um, I'm just going to pull up the last few tweets that I've done okay. on my account, right? So, here is...
0: Uh, my last, my pinned one, in fact, was about Take 100. Okay. Because uh, I like to promote the podcast on Twitter. Uh-huh. Um, I had an automated tweet, which I've been set up um, three hours ago, which just says 249. I won't explain what that's about. Oh, I think I know. Um, one day before that, uh, earlier this morning, actually, I did a few tweets and a quick succession. Um, retweeted the, um, the votes, the little... Um, uh, polls we've got for our Take 100 uh, episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one before that was said, the word ridiculous is ridiculous. <laughs> it's true. Uh, that, before that one, I retweeted a bat detector video from someone I follow who's um, literally got a bat detector and is putting it against their dog. Yeah, And he just goes, nope, no bats here. <laughs> um, which is hilarious. One before that was uh, a retweet as well. When my time comes, this is how I want to go. And it's a child being chased by a dozen small Labrador puppies
1: and being tackled
0: to the floor and licked to death. I mean, that is just amazing. That's what the internet was invented for, ladies and gentlemen. That's what the internet was invented for. And so, yeah, I mean, I only do a few things like my radio stuff occasionally, podcast stuff on there, just so people know, you know, got straight links to it. um, And occasional American football stuff like my match yesterday. So other than that, nothing massively personal, Mine Deliberately done. Deliberately done. But even I was watching a show and feeling very much like, oh, i will got to be careful about
1: what I post. Okay. Because you never know what weirdos are out there. There are so many weirdos out there. So many weirdos out there. Um, and you don't know what their motivations are. But we know in this particular show, the guy's motivation is he likes a girl. He will do anything in his power to cut all of the friends out of, out of her life that will maybe not like him.
0: Well, yeah, I see. again, this is why I agree, but this is this is the dilemma the dilemma of the show and it's brilliant this is a brilliant piece of writing um now I know I've already highlighted I've got some issues with it, but mm-hmm. they're so tiny issues because I love this show I think it's brilliant. Okay, that's good, that's good. I think it's excellent is that he's so charming and his way of narrate that the sort of inner monologue narration that goes on yeah you know he's sort of going like because Guinevere Beck is yep. the girl right known, as, she, Beck th- known as Beck right He's always kind of going, Beck, you know, you're, these aren't your friends. They don't really care about yeah. you. You know, I, I care about you. I, I'll look after you. I'll yeah. I'll do the washing. I'll cook you dinner and things like that. And it's all very genuinely charming. Like, it's like, well, that's how you should be, you know, to someone you really look up to or someone you, you love. Yeah, yeah. You know, somebody you, ca- you care for that much. You should you should even be honest with them. And if to say, like, if they've got a friend that's a bit poisonous for them, a bit bad, negative, you know, it really is... Whilst it might be a bit hurtful,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's better to be honest with someone. And say, look, I don't think that person's good for you. Like, I genuinely think they're just a negative bit of you know energy yeah, in your life. Your best you're, you're better. Off, you're better off without them. Mm-hmm. Even if it's quite hurtful to hear it, mm-hmm. I think honesty is much better. And so, it's really weird. All the stuff he's saying, yeah. whether actually out loud or in the internal monologue, it's all very actual.
1: It all feels very genuine, very chivalrous but it's all weird it's, and creepy yeah. and stalkerish and it escalates and escalates and escalates like to beyond i mean again no spoilers but like I'd watch it till the end robin you you'll see the lengths that some people will go to 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 get what they want um well i think
0: i think you get a a fairly good indication of that towards the end of the episode in fact right at the very end yeah. in the bookshop Ooh, basement yeah, yeah. No spoilers, won't tell you what happens, but uh, there's a moment at the end and it's like, okay, blimey, this escalated very quickly from initial meeting in the bookshop to this
1: moment. Well, that reminds me, so uh, Gwen's already, she already has a boyfriend, right? Benji. He is an absolute... Tall. B. So it's actually in her best interest uh, that Joe Goldberg, the the guy who runs the bookshop, the stalker, gets rid of him. Um, It's in her... So oh, by the way, that's not a spoiler. It's yeah. just
0: like the intention is there that you know she he's he's going to help her get rid of him. Not actually, she
1: needs to <coughs> she needs to get rid of him. Um, but again, she's not she's not Snow White herself. Is we we see elements of her, her life isn't as rosy as it as it kind of looks, especially the fact she's got like, a nightmare boyfriend. But but then there's something
0: else he brings up. Joe brings up, yeah, you know how her social media life is not her real life. Yeah. It's very
1: much the highlights of. Exactly. Which is pretty much the same for anyone, really. Yeah, true. Um, but yeah, just just based on this pilot episode, you almost empathise, like in Dexter, you empathise with a nutcase. And it makes you think, <laughs> what am I then? If I'm empathising with this nutcase, then, like, what am I? Um, a nutcase, maybe. <laughs> yeah, um, really. But I think this show really got hold of the nation I thought there's so many people who are not really usually into kind of the more creepier side of like TV who were recommending it to me yeah. and this went down well with like ladies as well which I thought would be the complete opposite because it, they are the they're the victim in this and uh, I thought it was really interesting that Netflix gave it a kind of a second life because it kind of disappeared the thin air when it was on Lifetime but Netflix kind of brought it to the world and uh, it seems like everyone watched it at the same time and it was like a it was like a water cooler thing. Like, well, can you believe what you've seen and you? Well,
0: one of the things I found interesting, actually, as well, about the, the you know we've talked about this regularly on the podcast is that um, they were doing one episode a week. So they first put the 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 pilot episode called Pilot. By the way, did they do
1: that on Netflix one a week? Yeah, yeah. Did, I did so, not know that. Well,
0: oh. yeah, I mean, I think you're right, on yeah. IMDb it co- it quotes them as being released every week from the ninth of September, twenty eighteen, which is when it started on Netflix. Oh. Wow. So I think they released one a week.
1: You're right, yeah. yeah. Um,
0: Clever. So Blacklist um, should quickly throw back that that was also called Pilot, mm-hmm. uh, and that was obviously Points. that was obviously, all uh, obviously because it was aired on we think HBO, Sky Atlantic in the UK. Yeah, uh, one one a week as well, and they're on. Demand now as well, so you can if you want to go back into it and dive in through a few seasons, you can do. Um, you now the first season is complete and is all available on Netflix, so you can binge it if you want. Yeah. Um, but again, they they it's the, the appointment television that we've we've talked about multiple times. Yeah. I love I love appointment yeah, television. I agree.
1: It's the space between episodes. It gives you time to like assess what's happened, talk amongst your friends, yeah, do a bit of research. Um, and you, you got that with like Game of Thrones and yeah, in the past what we've lost and things like that so it's really good to see that again and I wish Netflix because binging is great right binging is yeah. great but binge old shows if it's a brand new show yeah. I'm happy to wait a week yeah make me wait yeah. make me
0: wait the thing is they are in control of how quick we consume it now yeah. if you give me like what happened is Orange is the New Black final season is coming in July yeah right now I've been watching it since the start the last season season 6 not great right I it was alright. Yeah, it was all right, but it wasn't as good as anywhere near as good as the first three or four, yeah, for yeah. sure. Now, season seven, I'm really pleased to hear is the final one.
1: Really? Yes. Really. That's a shame. No, no.
0: I'm really pleased about that because I feel like it's just about losing its legs and okay. it needs to kind of come to a conclusion.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and I think they're going to release the whole thing in one go, which is going to be. They usually do. Which is what they have done all yeah, for yeah. the se- six seasons before. But the problem is, it's taken them like what a year to make the thing, mm. and someone's going to watch that in a day. Like me. what a me. waste! What a waste of television.
1: I I've watched every season on the day it's come out. I know you. I'm, have. I'm terrible.
0: <laughs> and and then, yeah, I agree. Old shows, mm. yeah, get the rights yeah. to show an old show. Bang, Log yeah. them all up
1: there. Let me binge it when I'm ready. Just all pug brand War. new
0: shows make me wait.
1: Series one of Pugwall, series two of pug pugwall yeah. pug, pug summer even. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> um, but yeah, so I, I think. The fact that this was event television, it yeah. drip-fed it. It got it brought more excitement because people didn't know what was going to happen. No, no one was really ahead of you. No one got oh yeah, just wait till this. But you didn't know what was going to happen. No, which is great. Which is
0: what we obviously try and do on the podcast is yeah. that not to not to do spoilers and not to you know, over pro- project anything we've seen ahead of. Yeah. Um, but I think it was an excellent show. I love it. I can't wait for season two, which only has a, uh, an air date of uh, twenty nineteen.
1: so we're getting it at some
0: point this year that's fair enough it's on the way this year 10 episodes for season 2 the first episode apparently for season 2 is called A Fresh Start
1: Yeah,
0: there's nothing you can't find on IMDB right now should we go through the commandments
1: Uh, yeah let's do that now for both of them so do you want to see the second episode of Blacklist Absolutely, I do.
0: Already watched it, but I'm going to watch it again. Oh,
1: I mean, even if I I, I have to pay another 10p, I'll watch that second episode. (laughs) If you really want, I'll give you my login, (laughs) all right? Sky Atlantic. um, I've got Sky. It's on on Sky Atlantic. Yes, it's
0: on Now TV and other things as well. I've
1: got Sky. I've got Sky. Yeah, uh, then log in. Oh, I can watch it all. Yeah, on oh, why did I pay ten um, such an idiot. Do you want to watch the second episode of you? Yes. And I have and Yeah, and I have as well. Yeah. It's great. The, the whole the whole first season. And they've renewed it for season two as well, so I cannot bloody wait. No,
0: nope, it's gonna be good. Um,
1: um what's what's this next one?
0: Memorable theme tune. Neither. Neither have right,
1: neither. neither have memorable theme tune. I don't
0: on. I don't even think necessarily I'd remember the little motif in you. Um whilst actually I will I will barter now for a half mark yeah. on blacklist point because that final song in the show is a great bit of musical choice. Yeah, uh, and I think there's a lot of great music in the show itself going forward. Now I know we're only doing the pilot, but I would I think it I would short Here, I would barter for <laughs> a half a mark.
1: Well, surely you should a half a mark for having a the theme song in the first place, even if it is short. All right, fine. Half
0: mark. Um, does it introduce you to a new character slash journey? Blacklist, Both absolutely. Do. Both do. You. Yeah this new interaction between yeah. beck and joe for mm-hmm. sure uh would you pause for a p yeah y- i don't think i don't think you need
1: to for blacklist but y- i think you would i think for you i would yeah actually for both i would yeah uh, yeah i
0: don't think you'd need to for either although like, mm. it's not desperate that you would need to yeah. but i think you would
1: yeah because you there's quite a lot of
0: fine detail that you never know when it's going to come to fruition. That's what we should
1: determine. Would you or, and should you? Because I think you should for okay, certain shows. that's fine. We can yeah. start going the whole of yeah. would yeah. you, should you.
0: Um, do you feel emotionally connected? In blacklist, absolutely.
1: Yeah. To- no
0: one likes the first day of work because yeah. it's nervy. It's, you know, whether or not you're promoting up in the same sort of place mm-hmm. or not. New, first day of a new job
1: mm-hmm.
0: is a big thing. But it's a thing big is, deal. Your you? alarm's
1: gone off. You're running late yeah I think I warmed to James Spader more uh, likewise just, just, because and it's funny because in, in both you and and in the bad list the bad guy it's the bad guys it, they're charming they're charming bad guys yeah it's weird
0: yeah I know shouldn't be what's but that
1: say about us I think it says yeah <laughs> weird I, I think it says but a charming, lot about, uh, charming but weird charming but weird <laughs>
0: um, would you recommend them both, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It would You've got to watch them both. Give them both a try. Um, and I would say it's almost guaranteed you'll go on to watch episode two of yeah. each of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is there a mic drop?
1: I expected the end of you. I expected that. So that's not a mic mm-hmm. drop. I don't know. Having watched it twice now, can't remember
0: if I saw it coming. I don't think I saw it that coming.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I thought it might get close to that. But I wasn't so sure I was I don't know not a mic drop as such no half expected it yeah. so when it happened I was like oh okay fine we're going there
1: but in Blacklist I saw that coming from the very moment it was mentioned a bit earlier on in the episode um, so there was no surprise there whatsoever
0: no not a mic drop as such in Blacklist and that's fair enough yeah um, does it defy
1: expectations you defies expectations I expected Blacklist to be great Because everyone told me okay. It was great I knew it was prestige television um, See, I so came into Blacklist, met expectations I came into
0: Blacklist Completely un, okay. um, uninitiated No it, right. nothing about it I just picked one at random And went right. When I first watched it yeah, I was yeah. like Oh I'm like, this is great Love this You I was recommended So it's yeah. lived up to the hype And the expectation okay. that I had for it Has it aged well?
1: I think both of them I mean they're relatively new but I think going forward I, they can still be yeah so here's the thing especially I, you I, actually.
0: I don't know if you we will age very well
1: why because of the social network yeah. stuff I but think that's why they made their own social in, networks so interesting
0: when, to see if this show still stands up in later years when social media is either phased out or completely evolved memes and telepathy
1: yeah and so uh, who yeah.
0: knows who knows um, final one is the hype real for both of them I think the hype is real um, I was excited. sometimes it's about timing. You has proved that in mm-hmm. the sense that it was on Lifetime, mm-hmm. and it a year later it ends up on Netflix, and yeah. then suddenly, Blew It's about timing. So, yeah. all right, some scores, give some, us some scores, some scores then. So See blacklist, blacklist, uh, called pilot, uh, released on twenty third of September, twenty thirteen. Six seasons done, seventh on the way.
1: Yep, I'm scoring it and nine i will give it an eight. All right. Uh, I really liked it, um, so I'm giving it an an eight. Can't 17. give it any higher because of the th- there's no theme song.
0: Yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. I think that's pretty much the only thing that lets it down for yeah. me is that if it had a theme tune. Yeah,
1: just 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 something there. Just something.
0: Seventeen though. Seventeen's high. We'll have to see if that goes into the top fifty.
1: Okay. All right.
0: We'll do that in, we'll second. Do it in second. Uh, it a second. In a
1: second. You. I'm giving that seven point five, which is very good. A nice score. Um, it gets better though. It gets better. Um, I just uh, maybe I mean it's seven seven point five is a great score, but I just wanted there to be just a little bit more to keep it going, a little bit more um, because some of it is really unbelievable. <laughs> I, w- I was going to give it a seven point five as well, yeah. but I've given it an eight oh. because yeah.
0: Benji, the boyfriend, yeah. is Benjamin Ashby the third.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. So it gets an eight from yeah. me. All right,
0: which gives it fifteen point five.
1: Think very good score
0: 15.5 is a very healthy score it will go in our league table I shall do that one um, off recording but we need to work out if Blacklist makes our top 50 hit me so our top 50 yeah uh, well 52nd and 51st are also on 17 points so the question is do they beat them Okay, let's figure it out is it better than the Outer Limits 1990 version yeah yes is it better than The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina yes is it better than Taskmaster? Yes. Is it better than Afterlife?
1: Yeah, for me, yeah. What about you? It's, it's yeah. We're yeah.
0: we're getting close. To, I think we're gonna be. It's gonna be soon. Okay. Um, Jessica Jones. See, I I personally think Afterlife's better than Jessica Jones, so I'm saying yes to that. But
1: okay, I agree. Yeah,
0: yeah. Derek. I still think it's better than yeah, Derek. Yeah, it's better
1: than Derek. Is
0: it better than Animaniacs? yeah yeah Uh, Fraggle Rock yeah yeah Hill Street Blues I
1: think it is yeah okay that's a hard one but yeah The Prisoner no for me no
0: okay I'm quite happy to go there okay I'm I'm quite happy to go right there after Prisoner before Hill Street Blues okay where's this at? so it's in the top 50 so it's uh, hang on I'll have to do some quick mathematics yeah Ah, uh, Blacklist, in the box you go, 17, which pushes Taskmaster out of the top 50. Oh, okay. And that means that Blacklist is 49, 48, 47, 46, 44th 40, 40, 40, 40, 40 in our okay. list.
1: Okay, that that's about over fair. over
0: 200. That fair. It's gone straight fair. in at 44.
1: Wow, okay. I think that's fair. That's a That fairly, sounds right. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's just shy of the prisoners, it's like Twilight Zone, yeah. Blind Spot. yeah. Just up there. Let's remind
1: everyone what's uh, in the
0: top five at the moment. Top five? Yeah. Well, nothing's been in the top. F- nothing's got added to the top five for a while. But yeah, uh, th- th- do you know what? The last thing I thought was going to get top five that? was the Mike Tyson mysteries. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't. Don't worry. But that was great. I was John. amazing. Uh, the top five are currently in in ascending order: yeah. Lost, yeah. Planet Earth, yeah. Cowboy Bebop, Ooh. Steven Spielberg's Amazing Stories, yeah. and the A Team.
1: Brilliant, 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 I mean, that, brilliant! Top five. That isn't. is
0: the caliber of the top five of our list yeah, to beat. So, hard to argue.
1: So, question should I, should is:
0: What do you want to do next week?
1: Ooh, let's do another episode of the pilot and the shows we should pick. Your first, so Ooh, okay. Now I've been thinking about about this. I want to do something. I want to do something a bit different. I think. Oh that's God! Right with you, I want to do it's something. It's gonna be one of
0: those weird episodes. Brace yourself.
1: Do you know what? I think it is going to be weird. I want to... We mentioned it a couple of episodes ago, actually.
0: We probably didn't.
1: No, we like I think it, like, we it, it, like it's double
0: bass playing.
1: <laughs> well, one of my favourite TV shows of all time. It's, it is one of my favourite TV shows of all time, but it's really weird, so I've never suggested it. Um, I like weird but now's stuff.
0: The, now's the time to bring it up, Now's the time. Oh,
1: yeah. We went to the, to the second lot of 100, so I want to do Tim and Eric, awesome show, great job. Now... <laughs> Is that a title? Yeah. So Eric Wareheim and Tim Heidecker—they're two American comedians who make the most surreal TV shows. Oh, this is gonna be like Chris Morris's Jam, isn't it? It's weirder than Chris oh, Morris's Jam. Flip's sake! It's weird. It's surreal. It's a sketch show like you like you've never seen before. And there's like five seasons of it, and it's brilliant. And they somehow managed to convince celebrities to be in their weird 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 show and i i i bloody love it so it's tim and eric's awesome show great job you trying See, to find a show as weird and as good as that
0: so it's a weird sketch comedy show yeah we've done little britain haven't we yeah we weirder did no yeah no 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 but we've done little britain yeah um for anyone that's shouting that at the podcast we've done chris morris's jam yeah weird comedy sketch show He doesn't necessarily need to Boom, got one. No, I'm good. Okay. You want weird? You want comedy? You want sketches? We can't do Pugball again. Mighty Boosh.
1: Great. Great Noel
0: Fielding at his finest. Yeah. Now, caveat, before we even get to doing that episode, I never used to understand Noel Fielding until I saw his Blue Bottle sketch.
1: I don't know what this is. Okay.
0: So secondary part of your homework this week not only do you have to go and watch the pilot episode to Mighty Boosh yeah I will send you a link to his blue bottle sketch it's part of his stand up show the minute I watched that I understood Noel Fielding and then I understood the Mighty Boosh until that Mm. moment I never got the Mighty Boosh now I love it
1: because I know the pilot episode isn't part of the TV they did a pilot way before they did the uh, actual TV show oh okay, fair enough um so we got to find that one then. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, fine. Well, the very first aired episode is always the rule in this. Yeah. So if it was a pilot episode mm-hmm. and then it became part of the series, we watch that. Yeah. If it was just episode one of season one, that's the one we watch. So. We, we
1: can watch both. We can watch both episode one and the pilot and. All right. Just finance, so yeah. we have some kind of. Okay, context. we can find
0: them. Yeah. Um, I think I've got a feeling Mighty Bush might be on Netflix.
1: Yeah, it is. It's all on Netflix. Netflix or Amazon, one
0: of them. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, we'll do that then. Tim and Eric, awesome show. Great great job. job. (laughs) Flipping heck. And Mighty Boosh next week for Take 104. If you've got some shows you're watching or an old show like that that you've watched and you think is amazing and we should watch it, let us know on Twitter.
1: Where are you, Jed? You can find me on Twitter at Jed Shepard.
0: J-E-D-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D.
1: And I'm on Twitter at The Jellyman. That's
0: T H E Jellyman. Yeah. And there is a dance move now to those, both those as well. There's hand movements and everything. <laughs> uh, let us know on Twitter. Uh, if you've got a show you want us to review, hashtag put it on the list. Yeah, uh, at us in. At us in as well, and we'll uh, get to those as soon as possible. Thank you for suggestions so far. We'll get to them as soon as we can. Right. And that just leaves
1: me to say, see you later, alligator. In a while. Crocodile. <laughs>